Hey guys, welcome to Table Talk with Sal, and I'm your host, Sal. And today I have Dear Distance in the fucking studio. What's up? Yo, what's up, what's up? Hell yeah. Let's uh, let's introduce um, Dear Distance, starting from my right. Yo, what's up? My name is Jose. I sing, yell, and, compo- and compose music in Dear Distance. What's up? I'm uh, Eric Ramirez. I play guitar, and that's kind of all I do. Nothing crazy. So if you guys couldn't tell, these motherfuckers are some rockeros. And if you don't know what that means, that means that they're fucking rockers, right? Rockers, fool. (laughs) That's right. But I would even say that it's not just rock, right? Right. It's, I would say, screamo. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Most people would call it that, yeah. Nice. So, I know that most people don't know what the fuck Screamo is. I know that my generation, I would say probably our generation, knows what Screamo is because we kind of grew up with um, kind of like Silverstein or we grew up with... Uh, That's a good Green, name drop. Yeah, with uh, Green Day. Like, well, you know, not Green Day is not too much of a Screamo band, but it's still like kind of that transitional period of time where like it was really anti-establishment and shit, right? Yeah, it was well, very, very underground at the time. Yeah, so for I, sure. I started listening to that music whenever I was like a, probably in middle school. I but think I, everybody experiments around middle school. Right. Isn't it a funny time you're coming kind of like to terms with, I'm trying to find out who the fuck I'm, who the fuck I am and like, just experiment. I used to have, I used to try to grow out my hair. My parents said, you're not going to grow out your hair. What the fuck are you doing, idiot? I had long hair at one point and I looked like a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah now we've been there yeah but but you guys you guys what what was it what made you guys create dear distance um i guess i would have to answer that uh i mean for me i would say you roll with it first and then i would say it's a continuation of something that we had i mean years ago coming out of high school um this one band called compassion but it's kind of like we left some stuff on the table that should have been either released or said or, you know, something in the, that way. Yeah, wait, wait. like, I, th- I think capitalizing on that, it's like one of those, like, uh, you know, when you're in the moment and things are, like, not always the best. I think it's one of those things where, like, when things picked up, we were burnt out and we let go. And then, like, getting older, like, it was almost like we rekindled that. We wanted to, like close that chapter meaning like by saying closing at the same time it's like a continuation of it because we were we didn't leave satisfied you know like there's always like the uh there's the saying of like never being fulfilled so you're always looking for the next like you know it, it, it can be like a high or something or like you know yeah yeah some, some type of accumulation of wanting to like you know like i don't know it's like coming to terms with life you want to be happy yeah yeah you're i um from what i've gathered is that uh, what Eric said is that you guys had a band before yep. right. and that that band that closed a chapter in a book right or it closed a book but that book wasn't finished it wasn't finished and it, it kind of ended abruptly know, abruptly I mean yeah. I would say it was can we talk abrupt. can we talk about why it, it updated or is that just a, like old old high school drama bullshit that no, we there was never no, any never drama, drama. Always, no one ever wanted to stab anyone no one was no, hooked no, on no, heroin no. We, 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 <laughs> no no like no like we 
No. Nope. <laughs> Heroin's like, a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, nah, it was, it was more like, realistically, if we're being honest, it was something like where me and him were trying to keep it together. Right. But like, it was a, like a, how do I put it? It was like a fucking, you couldn't keep us together because people just came and left on their terms. And uh, we were always the ones that pushed it the hardest, meaning we wanted it more. And it for was some a reason, big piggyback for us. Just yeah, put it that way. Yeah, we carried it hard. And like the thing was, like, what was ignited in our hearts and what we wanted to do uh, just didn't accumulate with the rest of the people, meaning they didn't have the same drive. So what realistically I happened, and I think I, I, I think it's safe to say, is uh, our like our final thing in 2014. Like we played a show, we went into that show knowing our drummer was out. Our bassist was kind of doing other shit and just was like, he was too negative to the idea of what we were doing and trying to fit in. And we were like the complete opposite. We just kind of wanted to do our own thing. Yeah. So like when he left, we didn't give a shit. But when our drummer left, it was kind of like our hardest thing was like to maintain a drummer. And then when we could find somebody like shit, just members, age groups just mm. didn't work. It was always someone too young in high school. And the thing was like, you can't just drag them out of that because like this lifestyle does take a toll on you. Right. Like it's, it, I mean, like if you play music and you understand the business, it's like, you're going to be broke as fuck. You have to learn to deal with that. You got to learn to deal with emotions and there's sacrifice. a lot of other shit. That comes, yeah. Sacrifice. That, and I think you hit, you hit the nail right there. The sacrifice is crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't in, be selfish. It, like, taking this it from me, like, I got one kid and I have another on the way in a few days. And, you know, it takes a lot to just, hey, you know, talk, openly tell my wife, like, hey, I got shows, I got this, I got that, I got money that's coming here. You know, there's a lot of things that go into a band yeah. that people won't even really realize. No, I don't think anyone really realizes um, whenever they want to be successful in, I think, anything, what it really fucking takes. And then yeah, no, everyone sees, like, the, everyone sees the gander in it. They're like, oh, it's easy. Like, mm -hmm. once you get it, you get it. It's like, no, dude, now you have to really work. Yeah. Bro, there's bands that are still starving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to fucking and respect those people because those people stick out all the years because they love it. It's not because of the money. We know, we know bands that have been doing it for 10 plus years and, like, they don't make shit. They make work, they make like fast food money, mm. but because they fucking love it, they don't stop. It's a lifestyle. Well, it, I, I'll tell you what. I, if if I was into music, I would rather make um, fast food money playing fucking music than working at McDonald's. Like a, that's what I'm trying to capitalize on. All these people have these rock. They have these ideals of rock star lifestyles. Rock star lifestyles aren't what people think either. They think that there's a lot of money, but. It's it's about the band and the impact you make. If you make the proper impact and you stick around and you put in the work, then your fucking band does do good. I was about to say that. That's kind of what it just it you get what you put in. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you go full force, then you're gonna get what you get. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, dude, definitely. And that goes with practically almost anything that you do in life. I would. No, yeah, everything everything takes sacrifice. Oh yeah, everything takes uh, chances. You have to take chances. I teach my boy, you get what you give. So mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Hundred percent. I live by that. Yeah, I, I, I 110 stand by that. And I'll tell you what, I'm noticing a lot, a lot in what I'm doing now in my profession right. and in tennis. Okay. started playing tennis, and I've been working on my uh, serve. And coach says to have a proper serve, all the professional, professionals use spin. So I've been really working on the brush 
of mm-hmm. the racket swing. Right. And I just been I've been probably working on it for like around a week. And I just been barely able to get that perfect brush and able to get it over the net. It doesn't get over the net every time. But that progress of me putting in that work of yep. continuously learning how to toss that ball in front of my foot instead of pulling it left. But coming going to practice every day, having that sacrifice of my free time to give it to the team, the band, so we could grow our individual skills, but grow as a team as well. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the problem that you guys had. You just didn't have anyone. We didn't have dedicated. team players. We didn't have a team players. Yeah, we didn't have team players. There was solid team players for a while in and out. But it was it just was hard to like get them to stick it. Yeah. Stick it, like be on the same level of, of uh. Yeah, let's talk want. closer to the mic, boys. Yeah, that's really what it was. It's just, yeah, like naturally, like when you're young and you, I'll I'll give them an example. Getting out of high school and not knowing what the fuck you want to do with your life. Right. Being in a band, it's like okay, well, you can't go to just college and tour. We know that for first end. You, there's a lot of like you can't even keep a fucking job, so like you know money for some people will mean it means the, everything. It's everything to certain people, and there's some people like me and this guy. I think because we came from like you know I, w- I want to say poor, but like we came from a a loving home. We're in like in that we had enough. Like we didn't like you know uh, our parents fuck with us enough and took care of us. So, like, <laughs> we never like had to have that like. Oh, I need to make a lot more money. And like, there's other people where like, they're like, I don't know if I'm happy. And that's okay. You're allowed to have those emotions. Nah, fuck that. It's not fucking okay. No, no. no. (laughs) You you can argue that, but like, I mean, mentally, everyone's different. (laughs) Exactly. But in this one world society that we're creating right now, there's only one mindset, and that's to be happy and love and go up. 100%. Oh yeah, you thought I was gonna go negative with that one. No, I I thought it was the only way is to go up. I was so blank on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, took you for a journey there. Yeah, I was like, whoa, where's Eric got quiet. He's like, wait, is he about to counter him with some negative (laughs) shit? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't gonna counter anything. I was no, no, I thought him like it got dark for a second. (laughs) I am just vibing. Yeah, hell yeah, nah, so (laughs) dear motherfucking distance, boys. Yes, sir. Okay, let me just give you a backstory, um, team, about how I met Dear Distance, dude. I, I was Plex was hosting, um, just what what was what were they hosting? The, the hangout. They, That's what they call it. Uh, they call it a hangout. So yeah. they had a hangout, and Dear Distance was playing, and it was screamo. People started making a mosh pit throwing back fist blindly in the crowd <laughs> uh, that's cool i i dodged one i dodged a back knee <laughs> but i caught a forehead in the middle of the chest a fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know how he hit me with his forehead when he hit me with the back of his heel i don't know but he just felt that way uh, my friend is called magic <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it was magic whenever you guys were up there Thank oh, you. thank you. Appreciate wow. it. And I, no, no, I, I tell you because prior to going there, I, I was, I was feeling a little down, dude. I was feeling like, oh man, fuck this. Like, I, like I, I was just having a bad day. Right. And when I went out there, and it was just the release of energy, of energy that I had built up. Right. right. Whatever the fuck that was for me, it was my anger, bro. 
right? I was like, oh, I just want to get fucking get this rid of this, like, ah, uh, because it's a hindrance. Yeah, yeah, 100%. because I can't let it go. Like, yeah. a per- I, the only way I can let stuff like that go is either hit the gym hard as fuck or do something or just emotionally drain that Find out. Find some kind of motivation to get get it off your chest. Right. So right. whenever you guys were out there, whenever you were out there singing your fucking heart out, and I just. And I was just fucking banging my head nonstop, dude. My hair was fucking flowing. It was fucking awesome. Right. I, I had to jump into the mosh. And that was the first time that I ever did that. And I felt like... You know how hookers get, <laughs> get baptized and they feel born again? Yeah, I felt like I, 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 I felt, I felt. It's okay, I, buddy. I, I felt like I was being reborn in a bath of sin. A bath of sin. Girl, rock and roll. I just get it up. No, it felt good though. It felt like my my chair was popped, and I was part of a a team. It was part of a like a. a like a cool cool kids i think it's cool i think people that do shit that other people aren't doing are cool but if you're just following the masses and you don't have no fucking substance you're lame bro full lame that's that that's a fair yeah that's fair i can't i can't argue that but that's that's cool that you went and felt like you were like you belong i think that's what you were trying to get off yeah yeah that's the that's the thing like let's let's get this off like for everybody did you really feel like it was a negative energy? Because that's the connotation that a lot of people think when they hear metalcore bands or metal, whatever, screamo, whatever you want to call it. They tend to see shit on the internet and they're like, oh, no, that's fucking violent. But, like, did it feel like that to you? Real, realistically, did you feel like fear? Minus the... Were you, was there fear, like, of being there and having a good time? Minus the head, butt, back, knee. Yeah, besides that. Cause that's, <laughs> that was like the it, best part, that, to be that's the, That happens, though, at shows like that. Yeah, that's that's the awesome. exact time your cherry popped. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, another... <laughs> like, like, to add on to, like, what you said, like, you said you were feeling the type of way something was up. I don't know whether it was bugging, something yeah, bugging yeah, you or something, but, yeah. like... Like, a lot of people don't know this, but, like, for bands, like, that's a, a positive outlet to be out there playing. Yeah. And it's the same thing for a crowd. Yes. Because, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've said this, but, like, if people, like, read the lyrics and understand the shit I wrote about, I can't just go in public and speak about that shit without getting looked at and be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. And then I've that's heard why. he's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, it, it could get translated that way because of the lyrics that you have. People have to understand the emotion behind it. Exactly. And then that's why <coughs> I wanted you guys on the podcast because it's what you guys are doing is releasing this emotion and making it in an artistic way right one of my favorite vocalists said something along the lines of uh how's it go like when i scream nobody hears, or when i talk nobody hears me but when i scream they all listen yes that yeah. is i don't know what band said that but i know what you're talking that about. is jesse yeah so wait that's the way i've i felt so i felt like when i write stuff because like when you have, I mean, I'm not going to say everybody's the same. Everybody's different. But, like, like when you deal with, like, mental health or, like, you have some kind of problem, like, in your head and you don't, like, know how to, like, articulate it in a way where people won't look at you crazy, 
when you do the crazy thing, like be a vocalist in a band for a metal band, yeah. then everyone wants to know what you're saying. But if it's just like a conversation that we're having, people are like, oh, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's so crazy that the world works like that. <laughs> well, uh, dude, it's because I think people are, they have this, this idea that, or the thought that it's violent and it's, to me, it's like scary, bro. Cause okay. I feel like if I'm gonna go fucking chase someone down, I'm gonna go fucking ch- chop them all with my fucking chainsaw. And I'm gonna listen to this music. That's the shit I was talking about that people usually think from yeah. this kind of music. But I, but deeping, uh, but actually listening to it, because that's what I, I I try to do. I I try to listen to music now. Well, I've o- I always have, right? Just deeper, deeper into it. And you're like really uh, singing your heart out, bro. Because yeah. you're, you're saying, oh, man. Fuck, dude. I forgot the, I have the lyrics. I have the lyrics <laughs> in my phone. I, dude, it's because I was even listening to your music before coming up here. Oh, shit. And uh, it's I think it's You and I, okay. the song. And what is it it's like whenever everything goes blank and it's just you singing i might be i might be wrong there's a part where i do that on that yeah. song um i don't know what part no i don't know i don't want to fucking botch it and say the rock shit <laughs> no fuck i'm gonna have to do damn it dude pedro Wait, where the fuck are you bro phone. Find it on my phone. Yeah, because his nah, phone's recording. Don't, don't even worry. Don't, <laughs> don't even worry. I'll, pu- I'll, pu- I'll play. I'll add a clip yeah. of the song. I mean that that song is pretty like heartfelt. Like, like yeah, like, exactly. And that's what yeah. I'm, I'm bringing because you could hear your 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 pain and your okay or, or whatever the fuck you were going through. What I'm trying to translate. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And you know, you can't do that playing covers. No, of course not, because it's not you exactly you can sing a heartfelt song that somebody else wrote and that doesn't translate the same as your own emotions being like written on a piece of paper and then sang on a song unless you're whitney houston sure yeah, that bitch put it down dog <laughs> who's that whitney houston shut the and fuck up I, I just know the name you, all you need to know is the name don't sing the song <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead go, go ahead dude nah nah go nah, go right, go, right, go. Right. I'm just kidding. Sorry. You made me shy, fool. <laughs> <laughs> but but getting that emotion out is fucking awesome. And I just want to give you guys your fucking flowers for reals because having the courage to push your music out and still do it. What? Who? Who has enough? Like honestly, bro. Because you guys must have been looked at as what you would say misfits. Or look at these guys. These guys are nomás son los rockeros, you know. For the people who don't know what the fuck I said, these are just the rock, the rockers, and that normally means negative a negative context in most Mexican households, especially if you're first generation. I'm assuming you two are. I am. I don't think Eric is. I don't know what the hell I am. His dad's from Texas. They don't count. Oh. I'm Tejano. Tejano. Yeah. And oh. like some kind of like Indian. Yeah. Oh, okay. So but you're, it's not claimed, so I just say it. You're American, bro. You're that, proper. You're that's proper. my point. Well, I am yeah. too, but my parents are. For, I am first generation. Like, my parents are from Mexico. I just know uh. my bloodline. That's it. But I do want to say something <laughs> about what you brought up right now. 
about the Mexican parents or whatever Hispanic parents thinking it's misconstrued. I actually have to disagree with you. Oh, really? Because my parents never gave me shit for it. Oh, really? Not. They're very supportive. So are my parents. They were actually. just like happy. They that love not even actually like they. Huh? Your parents love you, dude. My dad oh, has my tattoos are of fucking compassion. Awesome. Oh, that's so fucking. How's it going, guys? Sorry for interrupting your episode of Table Talk with Sal, but I have some important information right now. I just want to say thank you for listening to Table Talk with Sal. And if you're looking to upgrade your living situation with a customized rug, look no further. I have you. Well, Mud has you. Check them out. You could, you could see their work in my podcast. Yeah, my logo in the background, that's actually a tufted rug. I loved it so much. I had to get it off the ground and hang it up on the wall. The craftsmanship on this rug, it's nice. I love it. Big shout outs to Mud Rugs. Go check them out on Instagram. Get your own custom rug made. Or they have some already pre-made ready to ship. Use Table Talk with Sal code TTWS for a little special discount price. Check out that rug. Wow, that's a tufted rug. All right. Back to the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. For me, I mean, where I grew up, I mean, it was either just do stupid shit with your life or do something that keeps you away from stupid shit. Yeah. And music yeah. and then finding this dude, like, back in 08 and, like, becoming friends was probably one of the best things that could have happened. Nice. Yeah, so. That's sick. That's but, yeah, cool. like, no, like, not every parent is a hater. Mexican parents, at least when you yeah. do metal. Maybe a lot of them are strict about it because of religious views. Because they think you're like worshiping the devil and shit. But like, once your parents sit down with you, I mean, like, I'll be realistic. Like, I dealt with anxiety. I had forms of ADHD. So I was like on stuff. And like, my only form to get away from that was to find something to like lay on. And music was that. And that helped me get away from being on Adderall. Uh, so I think my parents never looked at it in a negative form because I already had like so many issues growing up mm. in terms of like medical issues. Maybe that was why they didn't care. But I mean, who the fuck knows? I don't. <laughs> well, they probably they probably were just happy that you weren't doped up. That's definitely what yeah. it was, <laughs> which is easy in our town. Yeah, yeah it's, it's easy to fall uh, victim to some crazy shit and just like uh, fall short in life. Did you guys did you guys hear about that fucking theory that um, China is just waging war on us by drugging the youth with fentanyl and opioids i haven't heard it but i could imagine that right and then the the theory behind that is like do you remember what you wouldn't remember because you weren't alive but or you might have remembered in history class whenever they were uh teaching us about the silk road and stuff and the british empire went over there and they started introducing opium to the Chinese. Mm. And then they had like probably a decade of just dope heads over there. Mm. So. Never. You never heard of that? Never heard of yeah. that. Yeah. So that's the story that, that, that the British Empire made a, a whole decade, a whole a few generations of dope heads right. in China. So China is doing the same thing to the Western world. Crazy. I didn't even know that, to yeah. be honest. I mean, I don't pay attention It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> I, and then, but then again, you had Ronald Reagan fucking bringing coke in. For, you know, what I mean? that is more believable. 
Yeah. Politics I'm, are corrupt, so fuck them. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> Why can't they just all fucking just listen to Dear Distance, bro? No, don't do that. They just <laughs> want to kill themselves. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's some sad boy music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <joking>. <laughs> <laughs> Slip my wrist. <laughs> Black I mean, <laughs> you'll wait till the new record. You might hear something that might make you cry. Okay, we got a new record coming. Yeah. When? 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 That's, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. So then it's not really happening. No, it's happening. It's recorded. It's tracked. It's mixed and mastered. It's just release date. That's all it is. Uh, I can't give all the info out, but like, what I can say and like what we kind of can share is expect like something in December in terms of, I don't know if it'll be music release or, or like an announcement for the record for when it's going to drop. But... <clears throat> you can definitely expect new music within like the beginning of the year. And like you can expect like the record to completely manifest and be out by probably March. By March? Yeah, but like in terms of like cuz everyone's asking the the golden question is like when's the new song going to like the singles when do those drop? Yeah. We still got work to do before we do that shit. Meaning like music videos and uh who's going to distribute it and mm. then uh Okay. And then same thing with like getting a lineup and for a, a possible like album release show or something okay so there's a lot to give but there's not there's no take until we can make the announcement i hear that yeah. i hear that so you're just being stingy with information no i wish i was <laughs> i fucking wish i was but but, I, but you, you guys don't have any like hard dates set i mean you know i the can the thing is is we don't push this band like a business mm. yeah so it's not like we have this set like time frame where we're like hey let's drop it here because this is going to be more beneficial yeah we don't run nothing like that okay. we do what we want to do it's like yeah like like he said like we we do what we want and we work with who we want and naturally when we find the right people like the selection mm-hmm. like we allow ourselves to talk to them and make something make something work that works between both of us so we can push like our stuff correctly and drop it at the proper time so yeah like he said like we do everything on our own and we do what we want to do type of thing but at the same time like we do have people that fuck with us and do help us a lot too okay yeah. not that someone has fucked us over it's just that's kind of just how we've always yeah. ran it we've had this outlook like yeah, yeah i think like, i think this there's is us, dude like we don't have to follow in anybody else's footsteps you yeah. know what i mean that's kind of there's like an accumulation for like what people tell you you should be doing you know, like bands specifically, and it's like, I don't like to be that guy, but like, why am I going to take advice from somebody that hasn't done anything? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that like to give information out, but the thing is like, that's cool and I respect that, but like, then they get pissed off because we don't take the thing. And it's not because we're hating on anybody. It's just like, we have our own agenda of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We don't need everybody in our ear saying like, hey, you need to do this right now. Or you mm. need to do it right here. Or like, oh, like, this is going on. It's like, no, nah, we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. At the end of the day, whether that makes people happy or not, like, it's what, ma- what makes us happy is what counts. More than anything. So. Just relate to the music. Yeah. That's it. That's all we want you to do. Relate yeah. to our music if you can, want, or need. Yeah. And we'll just keep doing what we got to do. 100%. I, I, dude, I fuck with that so much. Yeah. Dude, we got we got off we 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 fell off the track so much. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> So you guys had you guys were the the beginning of the before band. What was it called? 
Compassion. 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 There was no compassion. No, there was compassion. Chill. (laughs) 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 Compassion had compassion, but not enough dedicated lovers. Right? Fair enough. (laughs) So then that's why your heart was broken and you formed Dear Distance. Well... Holy shit! I want. I want to say that's why, but it's not. This guy could write a book. I do. Well, that's what I'm saying. His lyrics are crazy. Um, thank you. Um, Yeah, your writing is nice, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, no, man. It's more like, honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, so the band broke up in 2014. We came back. We did a reunion show in 2015, and like the fire just wasn't there anymore. There'd been such a gap between us not hanging out and like not saying that i didn't fuck with because we've been friends even when we weren't in bands like we were still hanging out and still being cool i mean he had a kid between the time that between that whole time that whole breakaway and stuff and like you know he got his shit together and good on him i mean that's what (laughs) what matters like people got things going after the band but now what what kind of happened was in 2019 it was me and this guy his son and another friend of ours like we went to like me and ed's and in 2019, I don't know what it was, but, like, I just brought it up to him when we were, like, having food. And I'm like, hey, like, what if we just, like, do one more show with Compassion? Or let's try it. And uh, he was on board at first, but then, like, it kind of just died. The conversation died out, I believe. And uh, the summer came around, and I was jamming with my friend Michael and my friend Mark. And Mark had a home studio, so, like, all I had to do was write, like, drums and program them and then bring that midi to his house and i could track guitars there Mm. and i was like writing riffs and just kind of accumulating ideas and then michael uh i think it was like towards the end of 2019 he was just like dude let's just start a fucking band so this Mm. had nothing no longer to do with compassion it was really just me trying to like see what i could possibly do see what you could create yeah see what i can create and like why not create it with people that i really fuck with yeah so um we started talking about uh, potentially like starting a band and then we went with my friend Ryan and we tracked two songs and COVID happened. So with COVID happening, it kind of is like, it, on, it takes cur- the, like, um, it's hard to be encouraged when like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. It takes the momentum out of the, yeah. And the then run. like some of the members were like kind of dealing with things like personal things. So like we didn't have, this crazy conversation for a while about the band and then eric kind of reignited it like in october of that year in 2020 and said like yo like i'm down to play guitar and like my friend mark just had like moved away so like we didn't have a guitarist so like he came back in and just like after that we started forming the band and uh we did not what you need the first ep and then like sure enough fucking michael quits mm. i'm not gonna mention the bassist name i don't care for him he quit and it was just me and him and then, like, Calvin, I just called him on the phone. I'm like, hey, do you, like, want a drum for us? And two weeks prior to this conversation, I was, like, talking to him about coming and playing guitar for Dear Distance. Okay. So, like, for some reason, it just was meant to be him, the drummer of the band. And sure enough, I hit him up. Then his brother plays bass, and our friend Andrew helps us out for a while. And, like, now we're here. Nice. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. <laughs> well, it just seems like you guys are just went, like, excuse me i don't want to like dumb it down or anything or uh-huh. not just typical band shit right like whenever <laughs> a, a real band is really being formed yeah you have the main me- the main members 
and then you cycle people out of the team. Yeah. Right? Because at the end of the day, you guys want to make a product that that actually has real passion in it. 100%. Because I, I, I hear you guys, I hear your music, and it doesn't sound like, hey, I'm singing just so I can get paid. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no that's, you, that's, that's exactly what, what it is. Right. Can we put that on a track? Oh, dude, don't Maybe. worry. I'll clip that, bro. Sick. <laughs> we'll but, do that as our intro. <laughs> we'll slow-mo it so it sounds like super demonic. Ooh. Ooh. Little Uzi Vert. Ah. I think I might write a, write a book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but it, my thing is it's just the, the passion. It does translate. It does translate through the audio. It does translate through the audio. Um, even through the audio files. Jesus Christ, boys! The new studio, thug. <laughs> Jesus. Hopefully, it doesn't get picked up. If it, if the microphones could pick it up, I, 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 I apologize. Nah, you're good. We can run it. Let's run yeah, it. Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, we're good. It'll just sound like background music or something, like a fucking TV series going oh. on. Oh, yeah. Elevator music. Elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because we going up. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Hey, for real though, we, we really are, boys. We really are. So, what? Is just Screamo the only music you guys listen to, or do you guys have other type of musical interest? Oh, Funny you ask. <laughs> I listen to a bunch of shit. But yeah, same. I mean, not that it's like in a playlist or any kind of sorts in my phone, but like growing up with my dad being like some kind of black belt, fully into the Matrix, like he was into like rave. The rave music? Yeah. Oh, that's so Dude, fucking. Dude, he's like cool. sixty and still listens to it. Yeah, like House and Electronic. He listens crazy. to House. Yeah, like yeah. heavy, I love like house. heavy fucking like eight oh eight style stuff. Yeah, his that's his yeah, that's crazy. He's not like some dat sick kind of guy, but like he's he'll go into like he'll still vibe. for sure. He'll still mm. vibe. He'll still go. He'll still go. Hey, he does that shit, bro. Yeah. Oh shit! That's so right. I mean, that kind of like is always in the back of my head. Like I could listen to it, not like I'd just be like, "Hey, dude, check this song out," but I listen to it at times. Right, and mm-hmm. then. I mean, I get really bored and listen to country on drives. It's not like I like it, but it's like better than most like, you know, rap that's out right Ah! now. I guess you could say. I listen to rap too, though. I mean. God damn, rippity rap. (laughs) I listen to like a lot of stuff, but I don't like pay attention to like the artist. (laughs) Like I'll just put on something that sounds cool and like, oh, sick. But I like won't pay attention to it. That's oh. fucked up to say, but like, see, it's but I don't reality. like modern day rap. Maybe I like just like hip hop, old school, oh. like funky yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, like cool. the bricks, the bricks. No, not the bricks, but from the bricks, like from the you bricks? know, East Coast stuff. Oh, okay. bangers. bangers. I, I was about to say some like regulators, but that's oh. from the West Coast. <laughs> that's right. cool yeah, stuff, yeah, though. Yeah, that's from the West you can't go wrong with OG stuff. No, 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 you can't. So you don't like like the new Ice Spice. Fuck no. I don't even know who that is. It's some weird chick. Um, don't ever disrespect little nah, icy. I, you ask me a question <laughs> and you're getting the you're getting the honest opinion. <laughs> nah, just fuck it too. Nah, she's a. Now nah, we'll talk over that. Yeah, whatever. Fucking music. Why do you think Screamo hasn't got like mainstream attention? Like, do you think it deserves to be like? It Main actually screen. is growing. It's actually bigger now, man. Is There's it? a yeah. band right now that's nominated for a Grammy for I a release. Let them know. Who? Knock is Loose? It? Yeah. 
Knock loose. Knock loose. Knock loose. Okay, awesome. so this band is just stupid heavy, stupid yeah. good, like right. But they're nominated for a Grammy on like their most recent release. Yeah, they mm. just did Coachella too. No way. And this is like very rare for a band of this style to do that type of stuff. Holy yeah. shit! And like, and they're playing like getting bashed on. Yeah, and they're no. playing. They're playing to like crowds, Coachella crowds that aren't come like aren't used to this shit. Yeah. So I mean, good on them. But yeah. just the word Grammy. Yeah, that, like that, like encompasses like hardcore, deathcore, or any kind of metalcore screamo. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like nah, it's not underground anymore. It almost like nice. invigorates itself in, in the sense that like for like younger bands, for example, like it gives them hope yeah. that they can make a living off this comfortably and not have to struggle. Well, that's what that's I I think that I think that's what a lot of people like you you were saying in the beginning. They just need to understand to be a rock star, you don't need to be fucking you know, snorting up a pile of cocaine and fucking hookers and being in debt and then selling your soul to the devil. Yeah. You know? Like you what you could do is work your normal job and then go play fucking gigs at the bar. And yeah, if you want more up. Yeah. Everything t- takes time worth having, you know. Yeah, shout out to Knock Loose for fucking for where they're at today. I mean, not just them, Turnstile too. Turnstile? Turnstile is oh, like, used to be like the sickest hardcore turnstile. band on the world. And like, they're not hardcore no more. They're like a rock something band, but they're, they're so like good. Really? Alt, post, like yeah, indie, cool. some crazy stuff, dude. But it's so sick. Yeah, oh, but like, nice. like they're playing on like nightly shows. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're killing it. Turnstile? I like the alternative sounding music too. Just yeah. You I would guess dig new Turnstile. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to try, try that out, dude. Yeah, like people like, in like the hardcore world that's what we're gonna call it because that's the kind of band they were at one point mm-hmm. but like they were like big so like when they got to finally elevate to like the next level like everybody's been cool about it they're one of the bands that blew up like that to me that's blowing up if you're playing coachella and you're playing all those crazy things yeah that's fair to say mm-hmm. but like they're one of the few bands that <clears throat> they get to that level and people are cool with it and they don't call you a poser because you sold out Right, right. Because you can't. It's like that band when they were the small band was the fucking sickest band in the world. So you got to give them their flowers and you got to keep like the same energy at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. Especially if you're you're <coughs> proven through the time. If you've been making your music yeah. the same for years. Well, yeah, I mean, they've been a band since like 2009 or 10. With established uh, members from oh. other bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think some of the members were like in a big like in a band called Trapped Under Ice, which is like a big hardcore band too. Mm-hmm. So That's like, like a staple in hardcore. Yeah, they're like the they're like the influencer band, like the mm-hmm. band that like every every hardcore band took something from because like they fucking killed it on every song, every release they did, oh, and like they can okay. take ten years off and come back and like still sell fucking shows out. And like even like the for example like the fifteen sixteen year olds that were there, they'll be like in their tw- they'll be in their twenties or a little older. They'll pull up and like there's kids that you didn't see 10, 12 years ago pulling up and knowing their stuff. Oh, wow. So it's kind of it's cool. Oh, wow. So they're kind of like timeless music then, you would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, er- in every genre, there's there's a band that's like you just can't have enough of. I don't know. Maybe that's a little weird to say, but I mean, that's to me, that's like the safest way to say it or explain it. I, th- I, would, I would equate that to kind of be like kind of a, a guilty pleasure of mine. Because my guilty pleasure listening to, I think it's timeless music, would be um, Clearance Clearwater Clearwater Revival. Revival. Yeah. Clearance, what is it? Clearance Clearwater Revival. 
Something like that. Something like that. It was close. I'm, yeah. a, little, I'm a little confused, but I know, the yeah. name is somewhere in there. Bad moons are rising. Yeah. Yeah. And some shit like that. Proud Mary rolling. There you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I, I love that type of music. I feel like that's like generational like music because it's timeless. They also made that, that that fortunate song, the fortunate son song like the one whenever you're in vietnam and you ha- you have the fucking you're on the gunship and it, i can't remember oh fuck isn't it in full metal jacket yeah that song yeah, yeah that's is that that one mm-hmm. okay yeah. see i'm a little sorry i'm a little like no it's okay I'm a little sir. behind i love that movie yeah it's crazy huh do you th- nah we shouldn't talk about war huh no let's, nah, let's, let's, let's keep it pg <laughs> the world's too sensitive if if the <laughs> If the U.S. government said, came up to the band and was like, hey, we want you guys to make a fucking album for the soldiers riding those Apaches, ready to drop some fucking bombs on those boys, those terrorists. Are you guys going to make that CD? You guys going to make that album? And if so, what's the first fucking chord? Fuck. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I feel like I couldn't do it. All right. Well, we got your opinion, Eric. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of dark, but I mean, I would do it. You would do it? Hell yeah. My first lyric would be like, peace and love. But then the chord? Doesn't belong here. <laughs> Fuck. That's, a, that's, I'm a just song. Okay. that's a song. I'm just kidding. I- I'm just kidding with you guys. Uh, <laughs> don't take me seriously. No, no, I'm not joke. taking it seriously. It's just like one of those things where like I'm not going to say something just because yeah. like I don't hate anybody and I don't fuck with war. You don't hate nobody? You can be whoever you want. I don't care. Not even the little things that get stuck in between your teeth that you can't get out like corn pieces? You don't even hate that? I don't get shit like that stuck in my teeth. That's kind of crazy. You don't eat corn? No, nah, but I don't get like the stuff stuck. In between your teeth? <laughs> no. You sh- you don't have I'm no s- gaps in between your teeth. Though. No, I'm good. <laughs> he said. <laughs> and he showed me his old mouth. So look, look at this. <laughs> no, I'm good. <sighs> Eric, what do you hate? What do I hate? Yeah. Be honest. Yeah, be I, honest. I don't know, man. Bad parenting. Oh, that's a good oh, man. That took it a little bit far, but I mean, no, I, th- I, 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 I oh, just yeah. can't stand like seeing you're a, fucking parent. a child like not being taken care of correctly, like regardless of like health disorder or anything like that. Like abandonment is a huge like disorder. Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking agree with you. I think a lot of um, a youth are being um put aside bro yeah and um they're being put aside by uh technology through tablets and shit does that mean that i'm not gonna give my future kid a tablet i'm gonna give my kid a a fucking tablet dude don't even worry about that it's the future it's hard not to yeah but that doesn't mean that whenever my kid is trying to fucking talk to me i'm just like shut the fuck up timmy read the fucking tablet you know i'm not gonna toss it i'm gonna listen to them Mm -hmm. at least so then you must have a lot of, like, thoughts about what's going on, like, in schools and All the time. Sh- shit like that. How, as a parent, do you, like, counteract or have a 
a voice in in like your kids education or in for reals because it it feels like i just openly listen if he's talking i'm listening okay that's it like it's his life but obviously i'm gonna stir him in the right direction that's cool i think that's the number one thing that people forget is you need to listen People don't listen. People Just have some guidance. Put, yeah, people mm-hmm. put things off because they don't want to listen because they don't want to hear things that they're not comfortable with or, or things that don't suit their needs. You know, like people people get disappointed in people for the wrong reasons. But like he said, like the number one thing I think I'm not a parent, but like I think the number one thing should be listening to your kids, mm-hmm. paying attention. You know, all every detail matters. Selfishness is sick. Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck being a selfish fucking parent or a selfish person in general. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's no different than like when somebody in your life is going through something. Like, it, sometimes just listening to what that person is going through like will help them get through what they're going through. And because certain people are so fucking selfish, they just like say, "Nah, you deal with it." Like that's not that's not cool. Well, I wish more people were like you guys, because a lot of people are like, "Thank you." Like, yeah. like get the fuck over it. Get the fuck over it. Nah. Grow up. You know? I think for what it, for what it's worth and like what we've been to, like we can't be like that. Mm. And I think we were raised right. I think our parents did like what they had to do. Mm. My parents like taught me a specific way of being and that's what I'm going to be. That's good. Yeah. So. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you have, a, have some moral structure to you. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people lack that. You know? And, not ta- and it's not... <coughs> talking shit about people it's just an observation that i've been having about what's going on in like our community or just in the world it seems like people are really flippy floppy about things and i think that whenever you really press them on an issue they they really just are just like uh, and i'm not like not an issue about like you're not knocking anybody you're just it's 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 what you see it's what you analyze right and then it and then the thing is like whenever you like you you te- start testing people's character yeah. like where how far do how much integrity do you really have yeah oh yeah like a lot of people are are, are faulty no 100 percent. i me and him talk about the shit all the time and this is like kind of like a problem that i've been having how much trust can i actually give somebody right mm-hmm. just because of the things that have happened to me now i trust somebody and they they fuck up an assignment. They don't hit a deadline. Do I let that dictate the rest of my relationship with him? Or do I give it a, like, okay, one is cool. Two, it's on. One is, one is, fuck, you're bad. Two is my bad. And three is, like, no go. Right? right. But there's certain people that th- we let that happen to us. Yeah. We get faulted so many times. I'll, I'll say this, because I've had experience with people like that. Right. Like, being the guy getting blamed for everything. Right. If you don't check somebody for bad habits, they'll keep making bad habits out of everything and blaming it on you at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. that's the reality of things. Like, Also, like again, sometimes being a good person isn't enough for certain people. And they just want to be like crybabies about everything. Mm-hmm. And... I think realistically, like you kind of hit it like on the board, like you have to check people because bad habits do exist and we know it. We know a lot of people that are like that. They just don't know how to, uh, how to not be wrong. 
They're always correct. I'm sorry I'm late, but this is what happened. Always an excuse. An excuse, yeah. <sighs> Jesus, bro. Excuses are like assholes. Everyone has one, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then that's not trying to make myself sound like i'm oh sal's the greatest <laughs> like you're perfect I, i'm dude i'm from i'm far from it but i have enough like integrity to tell you i fucked up i'll try my best to fix it mm-hmm. and i and this is something that i that i've been um recently doing within my self-analysis right i actually see the repercussion or the cause of my action and i play it through like interesting like okay i i reacted this way this happened to, and this made that person do this hmm. and the old side would be like fuck okay i take fault for that okay my bad i fucked them up that way yeah. and i would just leave it it would go but now it's like i did that now they're doing this now because they're doing this they're, they're led to that. And I'm like, fuck, I might have fucked this person up for the rest of their fucking life. It's not always your fault, though. That's the right? thing is, man. I think Some the number one thing. Some people are just themselves. Some people just can't be accountable. Right. Accountability is the, the bitch. Yeah. Um, we've, we've nobody had our, wants to take that anymore. Yeah. Mm-mm. Only the, the person who's willing to like let it go and end it is going to take that. 90% of the time, the person that becomes accountable becomes accountable for something that had nothing to do with them in the first Talk place. Talk about lost morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Man, isn't it crazy that just... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you know, it's a progression and the degression. It seems like we're, re- we're degressing in, like, the social... I don't know, maybe because... Maybe it was always here, but because I was younger, I didn't see like all the real debauchery oh my God. of what with, of what really is fucking going on and all the dogma, right? right? That's getting shoveled in our faces. I think it's just us getting older. We realize like we're seeing what our parents saw when we were yeah. kids. Yeah, holy like, shit. We, we, th- we thought we were fucking angels, and then you get older, and you're like, dude, the world is pretty fucked. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but it has gotten worse, in my opinion. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. That's the yeah, that's really the one scary thing. It's scary. Like, think about it on the other side. Like my spectrum is like, I'm bringing a son into the world yeah. in the next couple of weeks, and <sighs> like, what's he gonna deal with when he's like 15? Yeah, like we already dealt with what we dealt with yeah. as 15 year olds or as teenagers and children. Dog, you know how I know that the youth is fucked, dog? Hmm. Because they have weed pens, bro. The dabricks, the pet, the penaroos, <laughs> dog. You have, yeah. dude. You have high schoolers or middle schoolers bringing those little penaroos and ripping it in school, bruh. It's crazy. Can't even smell them. You and you under c- the radar. Yeah, dude. Like if I had that shit whenever I was in, God bless. Whenever I was in high school, it was just like the 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 G pins were barely introduced in such a basic model of of a dab pin, but. Just seeing that is it's just like holy shit, what's really going on, dude? What's really going on, dude? Yeah, you never know. Somebody else's agenda. Yeah. Well do you guys wanna jump no no no, we're not gonna go we're not gonna go down the the rabbit hole. <laughs> no, let's not go down the rabbit hole. Let's uh, let's be fair to everybody and keep out of those conversations. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair, that's fair. Let's just I do love music though. Do yeah. you guys did you guys go to school for music at all? No, I I'm mean, self-taught. He's self-taught. Yeah. No way. 
That's fucking awesome. Dude, if you ask me a letter chord that I play, I can tell you I don't give a fuck and I don't really know. <laughs> Same. Same. What? You can't you can't ask me what the, the fucking letters and tuning are either. Yeah. Maybe no. just for the tuning we play in and stuff like that. But like if you said, Hey, what's standard tuning? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Nothing. Yeah, we we're not we're not uh, Ask me because you're gonna get a blank stare. Yeah, we're not we're not educated <laughs> musically uh at all. I'm not at least. Neither you the only what? one educated is Calvin, but Calvin really realistically did push himself. Yeah, he pushed himself. Yeah. Oh. But, but he's he was a drummer. You know and, what's like, a real life. big drive for I wanna say both me and him is emotion. Emotion? Yeah. Emotion. Just raw yeah. emotion. Like yeah. you put it out on a track like <laughs> this chord makes me feel this certain way with this, this, this and this written in this fucking sense like yeah this yeah. is what you're getting you're getting raw fucking me and rowdy you ain't getting no fucking facade no no, no, no fake pretend like we did this and did that oh dude i thought dude that shit i love that shit dude yeah everything is like heartfelt maybe that's why 100%. you felt it bro yeah dude that's what i'm saying bro organically like, written music yeah dude like i don't i don't know bro but every time i just listen to some music that somebody actually fucking wrote and like had pain like dude sometimes you could feel like the tears running down somebody's fucking face while writing down a piece of writing down a song you know people have that power to translate that through through like writing and then you're doing it through writing and your voice that's i don't know bro i like i, I that's crazy that's, that's he still that's, writes in books yeah for his lyrics dude yeah like, Ooh, like he'll I, sit there and figure shit out you know whatever he has to get off his chest yeah. but it's like physical it's not like I mean, it's not it's not just something like i wrote because i felt like writing it i'm Usually, gonna go reword this because it didn't yeah. sound cool or some shit no I, it's, yeah dude i yeah that's that's exactly how i'm trying to become with my jokes because right. my joke my jokes are super are are kind of kind of elementary okay you know so now i'm i'm, I'm changing it up i'm i'm changing words out and i'm trying to make it sound better look at the word economy you just want to be happy about what you write like you don't want to just be like oh like this is cool but like it could be better yeah yeah exactly and i want to have like a a better passion and it actually use proper english okay but it's sometimes it's hard with with comedy bruh sometimes sometimes in comedy you got to use some slang i i get uh i get a lot of shit for how i write they're like oh you fucking educated ass i'm like no i just that's why i like your music hold, hold up though I have to say that I do have to say this for every person that said like, why do you use like big words and why do you use this? I'm like, look, dude, my thing is I don't want to sound like an idiot. (laughs) That's just my thing. I I like a lot of bands that don't write and articulate in terms of how they uh, use words, but I like their music and I like what they say. (laughs) Just because I do something a certain way doesn't mean I'm expecting you to do the same thing. Do your thing at your level, at your way, however you want to fit and sit. Yeah. Do your thing your way. He he's practically just saying if you're dense, just stay dense. <laughs> no, no, no. That that's definitely not what I'm saying. I'm, this guy said it's a knee slapper, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> all, all I'm Shoot saying man. is, I just like, kidding. No, but all I'm saying is like everyone's like a lot to be who they want to be, write how they want to write. But I'm not trying to sound like a smart guy. This is just how I articulate when I write words. When I, because I mean, I used to do poetry. All my stuff comes from poetry that I wrote during high school. Hell yeah, boy. So when you, when you can write poetry, I mean, like, I was like, I'm not going to lie. I was like a super Tumblr kid. 
a like tumbler yeah like i used to get like uh like i would get photos from like the internet and like save them and then like i would write a poem on them and then post it on tumblr oh that's so that's that's so, how i used to save all my stuff so cool yeah so like when we did a, when we were doing bands i had lines in those poems or i have i'd have a whole poem and that whole poem would translate and create a song did you ever feel like whenever you were doing that and then you're putting out your content in the way that you are like you're like oh fuck dude like i don't know if i should release this like, it's gonna end up somewhere else yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no well i had a I, so my outlet for not tripping about that stuff or like being worried about it was my friend uh yvette she was like a really good uh she's a really good poet too and she would send me all her stuff and like like, fuck your stuff so much cooler than mine oh, okay. but like she was like she would read my shit she's like if you feel like that you should put that into your music because mm-hmm. like we were doing a record when i was really getting deeper into poetry so like i'm like all right fuck it like i'll take the nine or ten poems i like the most i'll come up with a title for the record and somehow that will all tie in with the record name mm. so there is substance behind it it's not just a bunch of shit compiled into a record yeah i didn't think whenever i was uh listening or reading over your music i didn't think it was just like lines m- after lines like, after yeah line. i didn't think that you guys were like you freestyled it maybe no, like no. maybe maybe <laughs> maybe like you were to whenever you were singing it uh-huh. you kind of like got the chords down maybe that's what i was thinking like whenever you're like this word sounds better whenever i strike it like right here right right they right. like have a cadence yeah a it. cadence right yeah. yeah thank you for that um and uh yeah building that cadence and that tone for the song um yeah. with in in in, in um in, in uh what it, i don't know what the fucking word i'm trying to look for but uh in perfect uh parallel with the with the lyrics right right yeah like um i think one t- one thing too though like for me specifically is like when i write lyrics for a song i have to get into like a characteristic view Mm. so i can pull off like the emotional side of it mm. like meaning like Wait, if i have to think about like what i went through when i wrote that song mm-hmm. or those lyrics like i'll get into those like really fucked up dark thoughts mm-hmm. just to make sure it comes out and it's like actually like a portrait for it's for what it's supposed to be and not just a bunch of words right. which i think a lot of people don't do it nowadays they just write stuff and that's it but i don't know yeah that is background music. Yeah, beautiful background <laughs> music. Elevator music. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm flow on that. Yeah. What, what? Can can you see? Can you reach over and see how much time we have on the thing? I wouldn't want to pull pull it too much. You might have to get on this. Here, here I'll get up. I'll get up. I'll get up. I'll get up. How are you guys liking the podcast? That's fun. It's great, dude. We're in at a, we're in at an hour. Do you oh. Cool hour? That's cool with that? Yeah. Whatever you like, man. Yeah. Ask, like ask away and we'll just keep going. Yeah, it's fine. It's not because it's going to sound like shit. Stop. Quality, bro. I, I, it's all about quality. But, you know, this is the first time where I'm recording a first, uh, first new um, podcast studio right here, you know. So we're working on it, team. So we're working on it um so dear distance we have three members yes john eric chris fuck you jose jose eric calvin jose i'm kidding i didn't mean (laughs) no it's okay i deserved it no i'm just kidding 
It's because I didn't want to call you Juan, bro, because I didn't want to see that racist. That would have been funny. Way. You should have. <laughs> I would accept that that more. Oh my god! That John, was, John, it's technically the same thing, right? Right. John, one, <laughs> one. Yeah, you caught that joke though. Oh, I got oh, that. that was funny. <laughs> awesome. Oh shit! Uh, you guys have anything you guys want to say to tell to tell to the people, bro? Eric, you start. I don't know any what to say. Uh, you can start with the record. Oh yeah. Uh. For anybody who fucks with us and like likes what we do and wants to come out and just be a part of what we're doing, uh, you know, basically just follow us on social media uh, at Dear Distance on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. Uh, we have a new record coming out pretty soon. Uh, more details will unfold as you know the the year progresses. Uh, we have a show coming up. Uh, Saturday, Friday, Friday, November twenty fourth. I think it's Black Friday. It's at Jerry's Pizza. <laughs> uh, come hang out. Come, you know, show some love. And then we have a we have a Toy for Tots show on the second of December, which is a Saturday at the Fulton Mall in Fresno. I don't know what the price is. I don't know what the price for any of these things are. But if you are in the area, definitely come hang out. They're good uh, causes. Good causes, good, good causes. people, good hangs. Uh, and, um, I mean, realistically, just look forward to the record. Uh, hopefully, look forward to seeing us play in our hometown more. I think that's ideally, like, something we would love to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I wish there was a couple things I could talk about, but, like, we can't. There's certain things we just can't talk about yet. But 2024 is going to be fucking sick. And Eric can agree with me 100%. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be a good time. We're going to sandbag for a while, but trust. Nah, nah, nah. I I do trust. I feel like there's some fire inside you boys. And I had to have you guys on the podcast. (laughs) You know, know, everyone cool comes on my podcast (laughs) first, right? That's right. That's right. All right, boys. uh, Well, everyone listening, man. Hey, thank you for fucking listening. This is another awesome, awesome segment of Table Talk with Sal. And I'm your host, Sal. And this was Dear Distance. <laughs> okay, we'll talk with Sal, bro. Thank you. Thanks, Sal, for having us. We appreciate it, man. Woo! Love you guys, dude. Thank you. Thank you, bro.